In this lesson, Ashoka Mitrin talks about Gemini Studios and all that helps in keeping it in the spotlight. He starts by making a mention about Pancakes, the famous makeup brand which Gemini Studios ordered in truckloads. He then talks about the plight of actors and actresses who have to bear too many lights on their face while getting ready in a makeup room. The makeup department, according to him, used heaps of makeup to turn them into ugly-looking creatures. Shockingly, he talks about the office boy of the makeup department, whose task is to slap paint onto the faces of players at the time of crowd shooting. He was a poet and had joined the studio in the hope of becoming an actor, screenwriter, director or lyricist. In those days, the author used to work inside a cubicle and had the task of collecting newspaper cuttings, which according to others was insignificant. Thus, office boy would come in time again to bother him with his complaints. He was well convinced that the reason behind his misery was Subbu. He thought Subbu had an advantage because he was born a Brahmin. Subbu was a resourceful man whose loyalty made him stand out. He was tailor-made for films and it was difficult to imagine filmmaking without him. He was very welcoming and was known for his hospitality. Just like many others at the Gemini Studios, he also did poetry. He worked for the story department which also consisted of a lawyer. People generally called him the opposite of a legal practitioner. He was a logical and neutral man amidst a room full of dreamers. Ashoka Mitrin then describes how Gemini Studios got a chance to host a group of international performers called Moral Rearmament Army. Though the plots and messages were not complex, their sets and costumes were near to perfection, so much so that for many years, Tamar plays displayed sunset and sunrise in a way inherited from Jodham Valley. Then another guest, Stephen Spender, comes to visit Gemini Studios. People had hardly heard of him and they couldn't even connect with him due to linguistic barriers. It was not until a few years later that Ashoka Mitran saw his name in a book and realized who he actually was.